This is the Player One podcast with Josh and Sam, where life is one big game and we are Player One. What do we mean by that? We mean that if you treated life as if it was a simulated game and that you're an active Player One inside of it, how you win is simple, reach your full potential. So, are you ready to level up? How's your, how's your language study going? Not very good. Not very good. Hasn't been a focus. All right. What about you? Have you been focusing on Well, what was that? Have you been focusing on it? I have been. It's yeah. just been a focus. But I found a great resource. What? A great resource. I'll, I'll send you, like, of course, there's Duolingo and Babbel, but there's, for French, there's one. I forgot the guy's name because it's just on CDs. Michelle. It's Michelle something, but it's all audio. All the learning is done just by simply listening to like a 30 minute clip each day. And it is really, really effective in, 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 in the words that they teach. Cause they just focus on the main, the main words used in conversation. That's all we need. Yeah. And that list is like 150 words and you're completely in the clear, you know? So they use them all in context all with like native speakers. So the clip you listen to is two people. One person is the is a native speaker and he's, he or she is teaching the next person who is a non-native speaker. And they teach them through their program. Repeat the phrase, repeat the phrase back and forth. And you're just listening and repeating out loud. And the way they structure it is each... Uh, that's why they you do it daily because you don't try and get like five or six sessions in on a day. It's one day. You sleep, you process that. The next day, those, those same words kind of build onto the next phase, next phase, and it is actually really effective. Yeah. How many days? For on myself. No, no, for like the program. How much? How many days do they say? The program is longer, but each block I think would be thirty days. So, so like a learning block for beginner would be beginner is like thirty days, and then beginner one would be another maybe thirty days. Yeah, that's pretty good. But by the end of the first block, you can communicate already. So within 30 days, you can communicate. Yeah, You can't have in-depth conversations, but you'll be able to communicate. What's the, what's the code again? What's the platform called? Pim, Pimsleur. <laughs> Pim? Pim. How do you spell it? Uh, P-I-M. Yes. L-E-U-R. Do you say F or S? S, S for Sam. Pimsler. Yeah. Pimsler. Bro, it's highly talented. If you do your research on it, it's all, they use it all as well in their, um, all the clients that, that they've used. The FBI uses them for, for, for whatever kind of preparation <laughs> they do. And they, they put that all out there on their, on their page. Yeah. Right. So what, are you studying French or Russian? I'm doing both. No, I'm doing Russian. I'm doing not through Pimsler. I'm doing French and I'm doing Swedish. Oh yeah. 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 And then I'm thinking of like when I speak to Felicia, I'm like, well, as soon as I get to a stage where I can hold like a basic conversation, then I think having someone you can actually speak to in that language will, will make that process much faster. Yeah. Immersion. Immer- it's so hard to get, cause immersion is the fastest way to learn any language is what was proven, but it's so hard to, immerse yourself completely in a language if you a don't even have a tutor but have to learn on your on your own that's it's doable but will take a lot of time yeah but if you commit to a solid program it's because i looked into all this remember i bought that book in new york the um second language acquisition if you you commit to it and put in hours you'll you'll develop if you have a tutor it'll be much faster but if you can just immerse yourself, put yourself in that country for one month, then that's the fastest way plus you're learning, of course. Yeah, true. That's why the, the program works well. Yeah, man. I'll have to put that one down as well, actually. I was going through this stuff uh, yesterday with like, I don't know what it was. I think the last maybe three, four days, I just sort of changed what my mindset and goals were just for the next few weeks. Okay. And I was going through, like I still, I'm still active, obviously still doing my yoga. They're just staples, they don't change anymore. I was focusing more on um, 
one was like just hiding everything, just everything in my house, everything in my room. Like I just changed everything. I threw half my shit out. I'm just sort of thinking like less is more with everything. So there's nothing in my room. There's just a bed and my clothes and a little fucking uh, like bookshelf. That's it. Like I took out the TV. There's nothing else in there. And then all my training gears in another room. So there's nothing to distract me. And the only thing that is you can do in that room is sleep and write. That's it. And then in my podcast room, obviously there's a whiteboard. It's where like work gets done in here. There's a few notebooks here. There's a few different projects laid out for different things that I'm looking at. But little, there's got a TV over here. If I can show that, let me see. The TV. Oh, yeah. I'm hoping once you know lockdown's over and we're back in here that I can play it through the TV live. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or even, yeah, I don't know, play it live or... Maybe, we can even do a flight companion. <laughs> yeah, true. A flight companion. We could probably do that as well. A lot of things. Yeah. I'm just trying to play out how we, how we can do it in here, but that'd be pretty cool. You are, you're, you're killing that whole side of things there. That place is coming together so well. It's the definitely light, so, yeah. good. And it's good that you have that, that those zones broken up now. The bedroom yeah. is, this is here. This is for work. Oh, what are the changes? Uh, and a big on my health. Like, I don't know what it was. I felt on, uh, I don't know, like Saturday or something. Like I'd rarely, rarely, rarely drink or anything like that. And I didn't even drink or anything. I just woke up. I don't know. I had a bad sleep and I woke up and I thought I was poisoned. I was just scattered. Like I had a headache and I'm one of those guys that I get sick once a year tops and I wasn't even sick. And I just, I don't know what it was. I just felt poisoned. I felt weird. I felt full, but I couldn't eat. I had a headache and I just couldn't, I would stand up for a bit and then I'd be like, Oh man, I've got to sit down. And I just couldn't, I don't know what it was. I couldn't focus on anything. And I was like, what is this? And then it lasted for almost three days. And I was like, what the fuck? Cause I just don't get sick. So I'm like, what is this? And then I was just, I was reading up on stuff. And then I was like, you know what? If I'm going to give myself the best chance overall and start implementing some good habits here, then I've got to start them now. So I just, I was reading about alkaline water and distilled water because I just, I can't stand anything. I don't like when people fuck with things, you know what I mean? Like don't put shit yeah. in my water if it's not meant to be in there, you know? So I've got like all these big 10 liter, um, like flasks of water and that, and these BPA friendly bottles and stuff. So my water's good now. So I know that I'm only getting good water. Uh, all my food, I stopped going to, I'll put a story up on my Instagram the other day about the tomatoes. Remember how I had these tomatoes? Yeah, yeah. And for six weeks, I didn't change. Yeah. And it was all good. Food, yeah. you know? So I don't go to the, the Woolies for any food, any any fresh food. Like I'll get anything that I need package, like rice or whatever. But all my veggies and stuff, I just go to the, there's a walk down here. He does like the fresh fruit market. He goes to the markets every day. So I only get my veggies from there now. My water's looked after. And I'm like starting to feel better. I bought the, um, the Joe, the Onnit, um, what's it called? The Alpha brain. Yeah. Yeah. I bought the alpha brain and some creatine, some natural creatine and just got these like super greens, you know? So I'm just trying to mix it up like that. And the first two days I felt like nothing really changed. I was still pretty, I don't know if I was sick or what it was from the other day, but I started it like the next morning when I woke up like that, I'm like, nah. So I just boom straight away, clean water, the alpha brain, the greens, the creatine, and I was still running and then two days I was like, oh, nothing's changed. But this is the third day and dude, I just feel like I can't even explain to you because I don't know if it's placebo. I'm sure it is a bit. I don't know what it is, but like it's by far the most productive day that I've had this whole isolation. Like up bright and early, going for my run, hanging out with friends, go to the shop, sort out this, decked out this room, clean my house, like just everything. And I'm like, what the Maybe it's this, maybe it's a combination of the things that I've been doing, but I'm liking it. So I feel good. I feel really good. That's awesome. That's how it works though. Eh? It's like, you got to start taking care of the things that you know are important. And then it's hard to, to make them stick, but I think sometimes it works just like that. It's just bang, you do it. And then when you have the emotion you have now that's tied to like how you're feeling, I think that makes it much easier to, to, to stick around as a habit. 
that's awesome. Health and the long-term thing, that's mm -hmm. another massive part of it. If you, if you adopt it now and we all adopt it now and adopt the things that we know are, are good, whatever little tidbits of information we pick up, Eastern medicine, Western medicine, whatever things we, we learn, I'm like, all right, implement these things now, get the right supplementation and make it just a habit. And I don't want, and I decided a little while ago, I don't want my diet to be mixed or anything. It's like, it's either good or it's not good. And I'm like, I'm going to be very, very, very strict with my diet. Yeah. And, and, and I've done so and it makes a massive difference. And the water uptake, key, key, and then the exercise. And then when you do these things, it's no surprise that you just operate much, much better. Yeah. I'm keen to see how you feel with the um, alpha brain, like after a few weeks as well. That's going to be good. Yeah. The only thing is that it's, um, there's 30 capsules in a little, little container. And obviously buying from Australia, you have to get from um, like secondhand redistributors so it takes a little bit of time to get here but you have to take two tablets a day so you only get two weeks worth so that's why oh you take two a day yeah it's like two a day so it's just two weeks worth in that one little thing do, does it have the ingredients on the packet yeah i can go grab it but it's got uh, uh you don't have to grab it but do you remember anything off the top of your head no i think it's got like four things in it are they like herbs yeah, yeah, so it's a, it's a, some sort of, I don't know what it, like it's a little capsule. Yeah, yeah. I'll go grab it. Otherwise, I'm gonna fucking butcher what I'm about to say. <laughs> but here it is the little alpha brain on the alpha brain. In its side of it is okay. So it has a focus blend and a flow blend, which has some shit that I can't even read. And then it has other ingredients. So it's got melted, melted. Maltodextrin, a vegetarian capsule, rice hull concentrate, which is all these things that's gotten it, like the Onnit Focus Blend and the Onnit Flow Blend, are patented like oh, yeah. recipes, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So they won't put out like, of course, the, the full. Yeah, you can go on the website and have a look, but it doesn't tell you sort of everything. But I'll, the only reason that I got this is because... Um, Cause I was, I wanted to get the total human, like I was telling you about the total human supplement package where it's got, you take a day cap, uh, take a, a day little bag and it's got like six different pills and mm -hmm. night one's got another six and it's all of the best of their supplements put together in one box. Pretty expensive. It's like $180 for a 30 day pack. And it just sort of eliminates that big hassle that a lot of people have is what supplements do I take? You know, because there's so many, obviously, but I guess this is sort of the best way of going about it. And I tried to order that, but they don't di distribute to Australia, that product, like the total yeah. thing. I don't know, maybe it goes, I don't know, who knows why. But I was like, damn, that would be so good to do in Australia if someone came up with something like that. Because it's such a hassle, dude. Man, supplementation, like I'll grab this thing right here. So the kind of things that I've been on for a little bit, um, in one way or another, on one brand or another, I've just been sticking to the two ingredients that are in this, and I've got another another brand, ginkgo biloba, which is a, like a, a herb, and it's supposed to be it, like increase cognitive function or increase blood flow around that area. And then there's um, brahmi, which is another another herb that's supposed to do the same thing. And these are the main; these are some of the ingredients anyway that I'm finding in a lot of the different companies that provide supplements in this area. Um, the same one with the, the Adrenal Doctor, that whole brand, they have a mix of ingredients, but in some way or another, when it comes to the, the plant extract, that's what they have. And then there's this one, which is just another one of the brands, Natura, Natura Mushrooms, which is in Victoria, actually. So they have, this blend has six of the different mushrooms and these ones will were both that heard before but they are all in the one blend so it's got reishi reishi mushroom it's got turkey tail mushroom it's got lion's mane mushroom chaga maitake and cordyceps mm. 
And so brain function, right? Brain function, also gut health, um, immune system, um, a bunch of things, a bunch of things, honestly. Each yeah. one of these is related to something different. Like reishi mushroom, if you look at all the reishi extracts, it's supposed to be something before bedtime. Cordyceps is like more for energy. If you look at Life Cycle, they're another brand that does it in dropper bottles. All of those they have in like this one little mix, but that's what I'm sticking to. Putting that in tea or coffee and then just taking one of these, these other, um, other pills. And yeah, it's good. It's good we're testing it out now because we'll be able to see the effects, I guess, in like a, a few months. I think being consistent over a long time is the key. It's also yeah. the key. It's also a missing point in the marketing with, the, with, these, um, with these companies. Exactly. And I, I guess even just for me, because I just, I hate when people fuck with anything. Like don't put shit in there that doesn't belong in there. And I just really want it to be the way it is. And I feel like with supplements as well, I've never really taken anything except for this. I've only started taking creatine and alpha brain. It's the first two supplements I've taken. And it's because of like, I don't want to put anything in my body that shouldn't be there. But I like these idea of, especially what you're taking those mushroom ones of just like a natural ingredient, mixing it together and just putting it in a little bag like that. So you get the best of all of it. I don't like the idea of pills that is, is just a chemical, if that makes sense. Like I'd rather the pill, like in these, same sort of thing. And especially with the total human pack that they have, it's like, it's pretty much little grains of fucking veggies mixed in together. Yeah, in that's, all. that's all I want, you know, just simple. That's it. And that's why I'm sticking to these, these kind of supplements. And, and I guess we both are, because we both have been on that, on that vibe for a while. But you know, the word that is a, I hope I'm not going to butcher it, but we'll find out. Androgynous. Androgynous is the substances that are produced already within you. So like um, DMT is the way it impacts you is androgynous. It's not introducing a new thing. It's uh, something you already have. Same thing with, with these, with these supplements. I don't want to put in, like you said, like a chemical or something that's going to boost. No, no, no. It needs to be something either I already have or something that's natural from, from the earth, not something created somewhere. Um, but I've got no problems with, with ex, um, extracts like life cycle and how they distill it into like a, a dropper or an oil or something like that. But yeah. Yeah. That's a good, good, um, like a good overarching theme to stick by if it's androgynous. It's a good word. I think it's just getting more apparent to us now that the earlier we start these things and the whole point of knowledge is there and it's, and it's cool to have, but it needs to be applied for there to be any effect. And it's like, we know all these things and we hear about all, all these things. And I'm like, I, I did I had the same kind of motion as you. I was like, no, nah, these have to be a staple and they have to just stick around. And then, yeah, it, it's a game changer, but we'll, we'll feel it now, but we'll also feel the effects. You know, when people are maybe look, I'm not going <laughs> to start roasting anyone, but there are people that get to a certain age. And then when you look at them compared to other people at the same age, there's, there's sometimes such a massive difference. And I think a big part of it is things implemented early that were either like, like how we're doing it, we chose it, or it just wasn't, was a part of your lifestyle that really impacts um, age and, and how you have, like what happens as you get older. Yeah. Exactly. hundred percent. And it's, it's so easy because when we're so young, we have youth on our side and you think that you're always going to sort of be like this, but as that starts to slip away, especially if you just look around, with people that are older than you in your family or whatever, you're like, shit, do I want to be like that at, at that age? You know? So it's like, if you look at the guys that are setting the good examples, like your Laird Hamilton's, your Joe Rogan's, David Goggins, the list goes on. And it's like, well, they're doing these things for a reason. You know what I mean? Like maybe if I don't see the effects now and I do it then. And the other thing I think about is these guys by the, by the sounds of it have only sort of implemented these, these big healthy habits at their age in a way as yeah, like, like they're doing like 35 onwards. Yeah. You know, like because you hear all the time, like, Oh man, I wish I did yoga younger. Or I wish I started this younger. And it's like, well, we can do that. You know, we're 23 years old. Imagine if we stuck these habits out until we're 50, who knows what we could do then, you know, man, it's funny how we are jumping onto the same kind of stuff as well around the same time, like around the time you're getting onto the yoga, I do the same thing, got that as a staple. And when you get it as a staple, you're like, especially like a week or two in, when you really go like, wow, I'm, 
I'm improving, you go, this has to be part of my routine. Like this has to stick around because it's like, it's like seeing something you didn't see before, not in any profound way. Just like when you, when I was never doing it, you could walk around maybe a little bit stiff or whatever. You wouldn't even know, but the way you feel after doing it, you're like, this is how I'm supposed to maintain the body. Yeah. Same yeah. thing with the mind. Cause you see at the age, the body kind of matches the mind as well. 100%. Mm. And actually thinking about that, not to call anyone out, sorry, Addy, but Addy is, um, is one of my friends now and he was saying that he's got plantar fasciitis. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's basically like pain in the feet. I, I don't know how it works, but he was explaining it. And um, if someone has plantar fasciitis, you'll probably be able to correct me on this, but he's got in one foot, just his right foot, and somehow it affects his back as well. And um, I've seen this, this article from Move You on Instagram, like a big rehab sort of page. And um, there was a big article on how to treat plantar fasciitis and, and some best practices. And then I sent it across to him, you know, just to help him out. And then he said, oh, you know, at, at this point, I've sort of even just accepted it's just the way it is, you know. And, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I thought about that as well. And like I've had a hip impingement on my left side. I think it's called FIA or something. And I've had this for ages and I've just sort of accepted that, yeah, I've got stiff hips. And then, you know, like since I've been to yoga and I'm realizing that I can feel better by doing this and you can actually eliminate this, even if you, even if you can't eliminate it, at least you can treat it and it's more manageable to, to live with, you know? And then I was like, you know what, if, if something has a medical term like plantar fasciitis or FIA, this hip impingement, then that means it's been studied. And if it's been studied, then someone's probably worked out how to either manage it or fix it. So I'm like, well, there's no point accepting that things are the way they are. If I can change it, if I can actively work towards it and fix it. Yeah. That's a big part of the whole play, play one mindset. You have to instantly just at least try because as soon as you try, you're already in a better position. You know, trying is better than not trying. When you don't try, then things will not change guaranteed. But if you do, there's a, there's a, there's a chance at least. And there's a big chance when it comes to things like that, but yeah, true. Simple as that, isn't it? It's like um, you know, you know, Jay, how he always says you you don't get fed with you don't get fed with a closed mouth. It's sort of like that. You know what I mean? That actually reminds you of I just watched um, Interstellar again for like the fifth time. Oh, dude, <laughs> it's so good. It's it's really awesome. watch that again. Oh, so worth it. Just when you get to the end, and spoiler, alert, but when he's in the the, the black hole. And he's seen all the different realities that have been created. And it's like, that's exactly the way life works. The minute that you take action in different ways, you're opening up a doorway, you know what I mean? A new door every time. But if you never ever take a new action, then you're just going through the same door repeatedly and repeatedly. Nothing's going to change for you unless you take that action. Yeah. I'm like, shit. That's yeah. just how life is. It's like, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's one of the reasons why I put um, one of those posts if people could see on the Instagram page, the post about change and knowing that you are the thing that is capable of changing and capable of solving your problems. It's kind of all one and the same, but I feel like sometimes not in any negative way. It's just, it's, a, it can be easy to have no experience with solving your own problems for whatever reason, you know, whatever that reason may be. And because of that, people might think that, or they might just have a built-in reaction when there is a problem to not try and solve themselves and seek a, like an outside solution or a source of solution. And resourcefulness is, is, is key, but it's better to employ the resourcefulness in trying to solve the problem you know, for yourself and learning to, because in, in that process is where you do most of the growth. If you think about all the problems you've had individually or I would have had individually or anyone else, all the ones that we've had and then solved, of course, you, you gain a certain skill set. And if you don't, it's simple as just getting experience. And then I guess the more you do that, the more that will become one of your base reactions. Anything you continually do will become a habit. And over time, you'll be able to handle yourself much better. And then in that, when, when you're capable like that, it works. It works. Like, with, yeah. with, with everything. Think about any, any team sport, um, anything competitive. 
this is like the, this is a big part of it is a big key. Yeah, exactly. Actually, that reminds me of, you know, it reminds me of one of Isaac's posts I seen the other day and he said, uh, I'm sure it's a quote somewhere, but it was like, I'm going to butcher it. Let me just quickly get it up because I hate butchering quotes. Shout out to Isaac as well. He, he, he yeah. won his competition on the weekend by an um, three-heel hook and it was a good battle at school because both of those guys I know and I'm friends with. Um, Ali I competed against in Sydney as a blue belt and Isaac I had many roles with um, when, when he's here in Melbourne. And I know, I know, I know that they're both good. Um, and it was a great, it was a great battle to watch. It's always fun, you know, but weird when your friends are competing against each other. Yeah. It's like the most interesting fight because you really want to know. But if I had to have picked just because of Isaac's current training and his mindset in terms of not that anyone else doesn't have a mindset, but this is what he has committed his life to BJJ submission grappling. So this is, um, yeah, he's yeah. on that level. Yeah. Yeah, he made a pretty big decision to go and, and really chase a full time, go move to New York and, and, and to really learn the best. So it's hard to beat someone that's dedicated 100% of their life to it. So good luck to him. But he said um, in this post, he said, it's like a flow chart sort of thing, but he said thought, action, habit, character, destiny. And that's yeah. exactly that. It's exactly, that's exactly the way things turn out. That right there is why thoughts are so powerful. Yeah. And I don't know how people don't see that. <laughs> I don't, I don't, it actually, like if I think about it right now, I don't know how people, I think it's so easy to be averse to that idea for whatever reason, but it really is 100% true. If you just spend time, I think even just enough time on your own, just thinking about it, and saying, okay, how do things get done? And just try and trace everything back. It'll all start prior to the spoken word, pr prior to the written word, it'll all start with thought. And that's why if you can, that is, that is enough to know that you should focus on your thoughts. It's that simple, but yeah. 100%, and I guess that would, well, for anyone that didn't listen, but if you check out um, Kelly Reese's episode, she talks a lot about that, that we'll put up uh, probably next week. And if you t check out Dr. Joe Dispenza, if you check out his work on Instagram or, or probably YouTube's a better, um, better source, he's all about that neuroplasticity of the brain, how you can constantly remold yourself starting with the power of your thoughts. And that, that is actually reminding me when I felt poisoned the other week and I just straight away, like was not less is more of everything, just every single thing in my life, less of that. And then the biggest thing that I thought was, Every now and then when I wake up random times in the night, there's, it's a pretty easy thing for a lot of people and myself included. If you can't go to sleep, just pick up your phone, you know, sort of kill a few hours, an hour, 30 minutes, whatever, put it down, go back to sleep. And then lately, like last night, Romy was telling me, cause that was happening. Couldn't go to sleep, whatever. And then she goes, you're sort of calmer. Cause maybe a year ago, um, whenever this would happen, if it would be two in the morning or whenever I would just get up and go home. And usually if I just wanted to go home, I would be doing something like playing PlayStation or I'm um, searching this, watching a video, whatever it was. I just decided if I'm not sleeping, then I'm doing something. But now, and I don't know why, but I've always got Jimmy's voice going through my head and we'll get him on in a later episode. But every time I find myself waking up in the middle of the night now, I just lay there and just see what happens with my own thoughts. And it's, it's the whole meditation mantra, you know, like be the observer just watch what happens with your thoughts and trying to get too invested in them. And it's just so more, it's so, I find it so much more interesting than what I could be looking at in anything else. Cause it's my mind. It's my thoughts. You know what I mean? Introspection. Oh. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly that. Man. It's like that, that kind of lifestyle that I'm seeing. And at this stage, I've just come to terms with the fact that whatever lifestyle I'm, I'm, going to live in the future i have no idea what it's going to be because it's a constantly changing thing you know each year there's different changes and and whatnot but i feel like the direction or the way we might have been pushed on this year for whatever reason has led to that whole less is less is more that whole um seeking of simplicity and a big one for me 100 percent has been just finding peace in 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 whatever moment i can because 
there is so much going on around us, especially right now, bro. It's like right now, there's never been so much more going on in either of our lives. And everyone else that's in the same situation, um, the same boiling pot that we're all in. But yeah, the less is more thing I experienced by, as you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a new place and living completely on your own, especially now in a very smaller place. And I realized what I really needed was just food, <laughs> location, and my training clothes and somewhere to, to wash up. And, that, and that's, really, that's really it. I've got a laptop set up. Um, I've got my food. I, I go out to do my groceries in this fucking one hour a day, whatever they say. No one's following that, neither am I. But I go and do my groceries, come back, cook my meals, uh, go to training or wherever I can train, do my own training, do the work we have to do. And there's nothing really else that's around me that can distract me. Whereas at home, there's, there are so many different things here. But that brings with it its own challenges. But that's why it's been such a great year because you know how we work. When we see that challenge, we're at, especially at this stage, we know that's where the growth is. So even though it kind of sucks, it's like when you see where it is, like that's where, that's where you kind of want to go. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly that. Because that's have that same sort of learning curve, you know, this first few weeks it's sort of like, oh, this sort of sucks. And then you start creating your own space and you get comfortable with it. I don't know what it is, but you know how sometimes when you're actually pretty good at this, even when we just travel, you just unload your suitcase on the day, put all your clothes hanging up. But I was that guy to just open the suitcase take out a, a shirt here and then put it back in and just leave it out of the suitcase. But you always just sort of settled into the room. You're like, nah, this is where I'm like, standing. I'm like, I gotta make it, I gotta make it and myself kind of comfortable. Be like, all right, I'm settled in. Then it feels like it's a place you can come back to that's a bit more solid. Yeah, that's good that you've always sort of done that. But I sort of just, there's a, there's a term for it. It's, it's not in my head right now, but even like, for example, my dad works night shift, right? And it's just me and dad in this house. So, for a good portion of the days, it's just me alone. And then at the start, I sort of found myself when he leaves at 2 p.m. or whatever, I would just sort of leave the lights off and not have any music and just sort of live simply, not make a mess of anything, don't move anything around. And now I'm like, why am I doing that? Like imagine if, if that becomes a habit throughout life, right? We sort of just don't want to, you know, bump into the edges of things and make a mess of it and sort of announce yourself to the world or to the room or to the house. And now I'm like, nah, you know what? Like the minute he goes, I'm either like the windows are open, the doors are open, there's music playing. If I make a mess, it's all good. Like it'll be cleaned up while he comes, you know, he comes home later on at night anyway. And I'm like, it's so I try and occupy as much space as I can try and take up the whole house, make myself as comfortable as I could be. And you know what I mean? Like not just trying to live yeah. narrowly because if that was a habit in my life and I'm just trying to, you know, try not to cause any, any harm yeah. to anyone or danger or, you know what I mean? But instead yeah. just announce yourself and be more, I don't know. You just feel lighter in some yeah. sort of like, like let yourself flow into the space. Yeah. Not, not kind of be restricted in, in any way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. You know what I couldn't ref Oh my goodness, man. I could not start remembering the, the salute. <laughs> <laughs> the salute in the last, in my last, uh, my last salute. <laughs> I haven't watched it back yet. Oh, I'll have to see it. Hilarious. Did you do back that in um, the, the, the Jacko and Paul episode as well? I did. I did. I did. I'm, I'm going to get it. I've pretty much had it down pat and then <laughs> lost the tempo. <laughs> just lost, lost the tempo. Can't wait to make the compilation of you stuffing up the salute. I'm gonna do oh, it. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That was so funny. Yeah. Oh, that was perfect. I can't wait to put those episodes out. It'll be good. Yeah. Who else? Man, they... out? What was that? Who else should we get on? I was just thinking when we were speaking about him to get uh, Isaac on. It'd be interesting to chat to him just about his journey, kind of what where he's at, what he's doing. Um, let, let, let people I like that people get to see people, um, the guests perspective yeah on, on our like the topics that we talk about so their mental perspective and 
delve into those kind of topics, which are, are getting more and more popular today, especially this year. This year, I think, has been an explosion of people kind of like having a bit more of an open mind and um, talking about things that are well-known but not that talked about. So that'll be good, Isaac. Physics, physics lecturer, we can yeah. definitely take that up. Um, yeah, even just saying that, how it's more open, mm. um, I was thinking sort of when we first started the Player One branding and the Instagram channel, I think maybe definitely in my mind, I was a little bit averse to being too out yeah. there with some yeah. idea. No, yeah, 100%. <laughs> you don't want to get shut down straight away like, oh, look at this bullshit. But now it's like more, obviously we're getting more and more comfortable doing this. Yeah. And I guess, don't get me wrong, like most of the episodes that you've listened to so far, they've been with some sort of purpose along whatever character that we get on along their life. And it's got some pretty applicable, straightforward things you can take out of it. But at the same time, I mean, we're maybe 16 episodes deep now. And now it's like, well, I feel more comfortable talking about things and uh, the player one sort of theme and, and branding and, and theories, um, like you said, they're more and more accepted and people can sort of see it. And it's like, well, why not just see how deep you can go? You know what I mean? Like go right down the rabbit hole and see who stays and who doesn't. And that doesn't really matter anyway. You know what I mean? That's why this, that's why this podcast, as we say all the time, is like, it's so good. I'm so glad and so happy that we have started this thing and we're doing it because it's for so many reasons, it's good in so many ways. But one of them, like you just mentioned, you can constantly look back and all that signifies to me is the growth that has kind of occurred in between now and then individually as well, because for sure, of course, it's growth for yourself. I can say like, it's so um, like, like it's so obvious in terms of like, you're just killing it, but you but killing it, not just like, killing it doing this and that but just in terms of living the life as a player one so doing what it is you want to do being who it is you want to be being out there with whatever it is you want to be out there with and that is a reflection that earlier on we both were a little bit more reserved with the player one philosophies and mindset and we're like a bit hesitant to be too out there like oh do people think it's weird i definitely was thinking people think it's weird like to have like a um a, a theory and well oh, i don't even want to call it theory it's like now, of course, I don't give a shit what anyone calls it or what we label it, but it's like, it's just the signal. It just signifies the growth, but it also signifies that we don't hold ourselves back from those kind of things because we had those thoughts and we just were like, well, oh, well, we're doing the podcast. And then, yeah, it was a little, it was literally an on the spot decision. Should we do a podcast? We should, all right, let's go get, let's go get some stuff, some stuff. <laughs> yeah. What was that? I like that you said that because it's, yeah, it is true. We have definitely evolved. And if we're going to, if this is a play, if, for example, if the player one theory and the player one mindset and the podcast and the brand, it's us, it's us two starting it. Who knows where yeah. it goes, right? And if we're going to start a brand like this, the player one brand, then we better be about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we're, we're definitely are. We're definitely evolving as this goes on. And like we said in, in, in different episodes, you've probably seen it come through. And you're going to see it more and more, the more that we go about this. And it's not, I don't ever want anyone to think, doesn't matter anyway, but if you think it's arrogance or anything like that, it's, you're missing the point. You know what I mean? It's, be, it's about the whole player one mindset and philosophy and, and framework of thinking is just to own who you are. It's as simple as that. It's not, um, when you never see us discourage anyone. You're only going to see us just own exactly what we are. Whoever, whatever thoughts that we have, they're going to be out there, whatever actions or things we think are going to better sell ourselves. They're going to be out there. We're going to live by them. And that's, that's all it is. It's just about who you are. And it's like, it, it, when I tie it back to play one theory in my head, it's like, all right, let's say about characters outside of the game, whatever this would be, this would definitely be a hell of an asset to get this module, like a starter podcast dedicated to living life in the game as play one would be such an asset because look at what it brings. You're constantly engaged in a topic of growth. You're constantly uh, communicating with people with such a great you know, mindset and you're having great conversations. At the same time, you're just enjoying it and you're growing through the process. You get something to look back on and hopefully a lot of people will find value, not just early on now, but wherever, wherever, wherever we get to or grow to um, 
I'm sure a lot of people will, will find a lot of value in that. And if anything, like like you said, I'll just reiterate it. If there's any if there's any one thing you're going to get out of it, know who you are, and then and that's it. And in a good positive way, that's it. Don't hold yourself back from anything. That's all. That's the essence of player one theory. It's not like oh self development, do this and become a millionaire. It's no own who you are because you're capable of of a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it is. It's going to be, it's exciting. It's very exciting to see where this goes. I mean, I guess we're a bit of a blessing and a curse, but the ambition sort of doesn't let it stop at just the podcast. But it's exciting as well because, you know, like where does it go? Does it become a product or a service? Does it become like a big HQ where people come into the Player One Hub or who knows? Does it become a religion? I thought about that. You know what I mean, like, I don't know. Play, play one mosque. Can you, <laughs> you just play Xbox in there. That's it. That is- the thing is, that's like, I can't, I'm like, even now, I can't even believe that was a, that was a thought in my head where I was like, oh, what about people in communities that I know might think, oh, he's putting, and then at this stage, it's like, not even a, it's not even a, a thing that exists in my mind. And that's, that's, that's cool to realize because it's like, oh, not the fact, but the idea of growth. That's all. Yeah. You can't let, you can't limit yourself in any way. Um, and that's simply it. hundred percent. Oh, damn. I just had a good thought and I can't remember what it was. Oh, what about your player one, um, challenge? Was that, a, was that a card flick on a match? <laughs> Dude. Oh my God. I, I sort of felt like I shouldn't, have put it up because the play one challenge is about <laughs> obviously failing multiple times and then overcoming you have, to put that up. you have to put that if you do something like that it has to go up bro i got that in four shots with one match and i was like <laughs> but all right this is fair then i'll put this video up right because i did that that was just an off-the-cuff thing nailed it and i'm like that counts, oh, though. you know sometimes that that, that's what happens that's, that's but, a sign. the next day I've got the videos, I'll put them out, but Romy was at, at work or whatever. And I just got a little bit of blue tack and I put it on the back of a chair and I would put them, I would light the match, put it in the blue tack, run behind the counter and I'd film and I'd try and flick the cards and then I would miss and all the, the, the flame would die out. So I'd run over, start it up with a lighter, run back and keep going. And I did this with a whole thing of matches and I'd have to keep picking up the Uno cards and whatever. Dude, 45 minutes, I didn't hit it once. Oh, that's part of it. Yes. Part of it. But that is, you're right. Like, that's what I mean. Like, let's say that I did that for three hours straight and then I hit it. That's what I would, I would more looking for in this player one challenge. At the end of the day, the challenge is like, sometimes that is also how it goes. It's the idea of putting in the effort. You may be rewarded on that early process. It's but the thing is in that book, Master, you said when you're, when you are rewarded in the early process, you sometimes do not believe that it is due to luck. And if you do not have that mindset in your future endeavors, then that's when it will become a problem. So Henry Ford, I think, um, was delighted, like I said in the last podcast, to have had his three failures, like your first three throws, missing him to be like, all right, no, it's not that it, and then bang, you get it. It still counts, yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. And then even to test test it out again, 45 yeah. minutes straight, to be like, was it luck? And Maybe because I missed before you went straight. I'm going to get it again just to see. Just to know. And now you, you know it's possible. Yeah. You know it's, possible. it's just now about reviewing the technique, reviewing, all right, how did I get last time? Okay, okay maybe I need to be from this distance. And then you just keep until yeah. you get it every time. So, yeah, that's true. Are you gonna, what are you going to put up? Have you, have you been thinking about your. I've got, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be, I'll tell it to you. It's, you see this here? This thing rotates. Yeah. yeah. It's a lamp. Now, there's a bottle flip, and I, I gave it one or two tries. I was running out the door for training. And the flip, of course, is possible, but it's, as when it lands, it tilts and it falls. So I've got to get it so that it lands right in the middle so that it doesn't, so it's not too heavy on one side and, fall oh, and falls off. Okay. It falls off as soon as it lands. So it has to be a perfect bottle flip, but it also has to land right in the middle. Oh yeah, yeah. That's gonna be the go. <laughs> that'd be sick. I want to see more entries. I mean, like, and again, the good thing about the player one challenge, 
is because I feel like this is the mentality that sticks with you throughout your whole life. Yeah. Like these, it's a, it's a repetition constantly. You know what I mean? So yeah, we run it once for two weeks. Maybe there's three entries and cool. You get to win a hundred bucks in a book and we get, we can always rerun this throughout the future. Yeah, exactly. So even if we don't have many entries now, we've got like what, 210 followers. When, yeah. when, when we get more people listening to our conversations and hear what we're about, maybe they'll jump in. And also if someone just sees the post, give the challenge a shot anyway, even if you're not up to putting it out there. But if you want to really test yourself and put it out there and tag us, well, you're in the chance to win a hundred bucks um, and a book, which is a great book. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's, oh man, I like seeing this. Uh, you know what else I was looking at after we did the, um, the Tiki podcast talking about uh, everything that, about our first company that we started at 19. I was going through my phone yesterday, just deleting everything. And I was looking at a few of our old, um, old messages we would send back and forth on messenger. And basically the whole, the whole thing that we sent in for almost two years was just, it was um, product research, how we'd go around to Woolworths and take photos of other people's packaging and then we would draw it up in little A4 sheets, how it's going to look. <laughs> All the emails of invoices, emails yeah. of negotiating prices, our first store that we built, everything, dude. That's awesome. Crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> it's sort of the same here. I mean, I'm sure we'll look back at these episodes in the future and be like, well, how do we even have... 200 followers and yeah. 100 listeners listen Mate, downloads and you know what i mean like it's even tiki tiki started with only a few like tiki started with zero followers and it had we do the account without super concentrated effort to over a thousand followers so we know that's possible so with this one especially with i think what's available and the the, the, the more and more people are getting exposed to this kind of concepts you see that there's actual change, like more and more people are into this, this, these type of conversations and they'll find benefit, they'll grow. 100%. And the best thing about, if, if anyone actually thinks about starting a podcast, uh, for one, feel free to, to hit us up and we'll, we'll tell you everything that we've done so far. But the best thing is that you might've seen, I put a post up the other day about this, about isolation, this whole period over August mainly, being our best month ever since starting the podcast almost what a year and a year and a bit. I don't know how long exactly, but with the podcast being run for over a year now, which is pretty crazy, but it's our best month since isolation. And it's our best, best month, not just because of the episodes we've been putting up over this period. We've had a lot more guests, but people have been rewatching all the old content, right? And it's going to have this compounding effect forever. Same thing about Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? Like it's not just, his new episodes, you watch one and then watch another and another. And it's just because you make it once you make the podcast episode once it's on there. You know what I mean? You're always going to reap the benefits of that episode and then always put ads on top of it or affiliate links or whatever. And yeah, you can have a compounding effect financially as well, but for growth for the podcast, it's really good. Man, it's also, yeah, I 100% agree. It's awesome, and when you say the whole thing about a year, which it is kind of crazy, it's, it's already been over a year, but that just reminds me that anytime I want to start something, that's why I'm going to start it, because the time's going to pass anyway. So I'd rather, I always will rather have, have it started. I can always pick it up or decide to, to, to pause. Let's say like there was another idea, it could be like, yep, I'll at least play around with it. Even just to, I guess, work that mental muscle of, you know, the initial early stages of how you develop, like develop and go over certain things. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly that. You know, actually thinking about this, I had a friend come over the other day and he's been starting a, he started a new digital marketing agency, Mm -hmm. very simple method, very achievable for anyone to do. And I was just going over it, just over the layout of how he's going to do it. And, um, he's already doing really well, which is pretty crazy. But I was just thinking about how I, I get like this with some ideas and I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? You could do it better like this and that. And then in my own time, I'll think about it and I won't say some things just to sort of keep it to myself. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe I should do one. And then I'm like, no, no, no. This is what I, I'd always do this. Like I get, uh, I don't know what it is. I'm very fixated on an idea that I could do better. And I'm like, I should do it. And <laughs> It's like, 
uh, I only have, like we said, you know, you can only focus on a couple of things. And I was, we went for a walk and a talk and he's like, why don't you do one? And I thought, yeah, you know, maybe I should, but then I'm like, hang on, wait, I've got to think about what my main goals are for the next sort of year. Cause I stage is going to end, you know? And I'm like, I have to, you know what I mean? Like I, I want to fight and travel in this yeah. next few years. I have to have a few fights down and I have to go and travel. You know what I mean? And starting a business, you know, like a small one, an agency you think is going to be outsourced and not going to have to work on, you will end up working on it. You know what I mean? That's the way it is. And I'm like, all right, just relax. Just remember what my goals are for the next two years and just do that. That's all. Look, I see, I see what you're saying, but, but that's a, that, that's a, that, that can be a smart choice, 100%. And it all comes down to exactly that, your choice. So whatever works best, like, and everyone knows, you know, where they're at and how effective they're going to be if they take on more things. And yeah, that's it. You just make those decisions. But I think early on, if you've never tried anything, try a lot of things and see what sticks and then put and then narrow the focus. Uh, right now we have things, but for myself, I'm not opposed to like other little like playing around. So I'm still playing around a little bit with Tiki and still playing around with, um, with other projects that, that I've talked about. So it's just about not making, for me, the way I plan my weeks, I'm, I've been doing it for a few weeks now. I'm actually um, going to share it to you, the, the folder. It might, it might work for you. It's, it's weird. I'm, I've been through so many schedules now that the one that's worked best has just been the one that I have built for myself after doing different, trying different schedules and different types of self-organization. And the, the reason it's really good is because I can just spread out my blocks into each week so that I can see um, how much I should, how many blocks of work I should be doing on each thing at the end of the week. So it'll be like, all right, by the end of this week, I'll have done two blocks on French, two blocks on Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> um, four blocks maybe on play one or two blocks on play one or whatever it might be but after going through one week two weeks three weeks and being very honest on this schedule by making things green that are done and striking through things that weren't done you can see at the end of the week how much you really have done it might only have been one block you go, all right it's too much then i've got to cancel off and then again you go over that process and then when i got to a certain amount of like blocks of work that i'm doing that has been um that I've been able to do consistently each day, then I can say, okay, maybe now I'll reduce the focus and do only one block of work for Maverick, and then I'll do three blocks of work for player one. So over the, the schedule, this is still getting most of my focus. A lot, most of the work should still be getting done there. And the other one only gets attention once a week. So, all right, like over 10 weeks, it'll have 10 pieces of attention that has taken it to wherever it's at. Whereas maybe player one would have had like, I'm looking at it three, four times a week to maybe do whatever, or maybe looking at it twice, even just twice, you've instantly doubled that of the one. So you don't need to have many blocks for each thing, two blocks a week for one thing. Um, as long as those blocks are like deep work blocks is a massive amount. But then it, I found the problem. How can I get more effective in my deep work? Like the first 30 minutes I'll be fucking around and getting distracted or, whatever you just kind of monitor yourself for me and try to note it down so that I can have something to look back on. Yeah. So how long is a block? An hour? Not the block. I don't put any time, oh. um, any time thing on it. It's just, that's it. So I'm going today. What I'm doing, I'm doing all right. I'm doing a block of work on play one, a block of work on um, Swedish or a learning block for investing or whatever. And that's it. And then I'll know that I should be getting that done. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you like having a physical schedule or do you like it on your phone? Um, I like, I liked having a actual planner that I used for this whole entire year until the last six, seven weeks I've transitioned to this Excel document. That's all it is. It's a, it's a Google sheets document. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And that's been what I've used mostly maybe because of the unique time we're in, but I feel like once things are back to a more time constricted schedule, then and PTs and whatnot, I might have to go back to maybe my phone calendar or back to the schedule. Um, this one works. The only things I put time in for are actual time commitments. So that I took from the planner that's in the seven, the seven habits book where he has one thing for blocks or what he calls um, your focuses for the day. And then the other thing is for putting in the time commitments. 
Whereas I just made it one whole square and then one whole thing and then it's just blocks. Anything that's time commitment, I'll just put it in there as a block and put the time it starts next to it. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I like the physical one as well. I try it on my phone, but I don't find myself checking it that often. But if you, I don't know, for me, it works better on the, just the phone is such an attention trap as well. Like even me just going on it to look on my calendar, I notice more how just from that act you can end up going to anything else. And I'm like, I just want to restrict how much I'm touching this this phone actually. Like pick it up, like the post and drop. Simple as. Exactly. You know what? Do exactly that. You know, there's been a video posting around floating around on Instagram lately about uh I can't even tell you who it was. I'll have, to, I'll have to look it up. But um, I think it was maybe Prince. And he was, he was accepting an award and his speech was basically saying, because this is 1990-something, right? And he was saying that he was basically saying that there's a psychological battle going on in your mind and the prize is your soul. And he kept saying about computers because obviously they started to come in. And he was saying, make sure that you, you use the computer and don't let the computer use you. And he's like... He's just kept doing this. He's like, the, pro- the, the prize is your soul. He's like, you've got to be smart about this. And then I've, I've been thinking about that thought a lot. And I was like, you know what? That's exactly what's happening. And the phone's a, a sort of a, like a cult-like agreed upon addiction. You know what I mean? It just sucks away your soul and it sucks away your time real quick, especially over isolation. And it's like, we all just sort of do it. So we think it's okay, but it's, it's really it not. Yeah. Even right now, I definitely need it. Get a, get a massive handle on that. That's going to be now a renewed focus. That's, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah. And there's a few pretty simple things you can do. Like you can, you can delete a few of the apps, like delete your Facebook app, get rid of TikTok, mm-hmm. you can put, you know, if timers on your phone, especially if you use social media, social media is probably the biggest killer. Put like a two hour timer on it and then it will, it will let you know, you know, that you've gone over two hours. It's pretty easy to say ignore. So maybe go on your settings. I know that there's other apps where you can actually physically lock them and then you have to give someone else a code and they have to send you the code so that you can do that, which takes more effort. And I feel like anything that takes more effort for you to not do rather than just pressing ignore is probably going to get you on the right track. You know what yeah. I mean? I just, I just take off all, like where I started was take off all notifications for social media. So then anytime you go to check it, you know that you are going to check it for some yeah. reason. And it's like, why, why is that? Sometimes you might open your phone, happened to me, still does, where my thumb will hover over it. I'm like, wait, why am I even going to click onto this? What in the fuck is the purpose of clicking onto this right now? And you scan over in your head and you realize it's just an actual habit. To open your phone, it's an actual trap. By the time you swipe through, your thumb is already searching for that thing to press that will lead it to the next thing and then look for the another little red thing. So when you catch yourself there, really remember that moment and be like well i'm not going on to this because there's nothing there's no reason to and you really yeah, that's a good point to start and go from there yeah that's that's one and then it's also like everyone has a habit of bringing their phone with them to some place right and then romy caught me the other day because i went to go to the toilet and then went to i'm like oh where's my phone and she's like what do you need your phone you're on the toilet and i was like oh i always you know just bring my phone to the toilet and, and i just and it's like what am i doing and Am I shitting or not? You know what I mean? Or am I going to the toilet or not? You're like, you just yeah. do the thing. Just do that thing. You don't need well, it. It's such an addiction. Such an addiction. Crazy. Like Crazy. you feel naked without it. And, and we're not perfect by any means. Like I always, always catch myself doing stupid shit. Like why do I even have my phone on me? But it's like, what, am I, what do I need it for? If I'm not posting something, I'm just consuming shit. Really? Man. Yeah. That is a, um, that's a massive point. Renew focus on that area. And I think that'll be another big booster for us. hundred percent. Actually, now that we're going through this whole less is more phase, I know we already reached out to Jimmy to get him on, but um, he said he'll come on once he's finished at his job and he moves just before he moves to Thailand, he'll come on. Um, but he'll be a perfect, perfect guest to talk about. Yeah. More. Cause he's the perfect example of someone that, really did a, a legitimate 360 on his life in the best way possible. And he's eliminated everything, lived on his own for seven years now, no TVs in his house, no Wi-Fi. He's got an old shitty Nokia that he just uses if you want to call him. And that's it. He just meditates flat out. He exercises a lot. 
but he's so so switched on socially as well you know how like you get someone that's yeah he loves a laugh loves a chat meets you in the street on the you've gone on the market whatever he'll strike up a conversation with anyone you know what i mean and it's like with most people that spend so much time by themselves they're usually sort of weird to be around because they're not yeah. the social aspect but man jimmy's a Jimmy's another level. Jimmy's another level, and when he's on the podcast, you understand exactly what we're saying. Yeah, he's got a great mindset. Great mindset, great experiences. Yeah, just done everything. Just done everything. That's all I really want. I just want to be that guy that's done everything in life, and just to to pass it on, you know. Gotta follow that. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to cover? That was pretty good. I'm happy with that. What about yourself? Um, not that I can think of. I have been going actually on a, a little bit of a project that I started today. That I think I'm going to start going down that for a little bit, just over the next few weeks. I've been going, yeah. I'll probably edit this out one out, but I've been going over like a, uh, uh, those, you know, those YouTube channels that you can put up. Cause I've been doing this, right? Like I listen to a lot of meditation. Yeah. 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 It goes for nine hours, whatever. And they're just littered with ads, right? And obviously, someone's making a killing off these ads. Yeah. And then I thought, with these, when I usually listen to it, it's before bed, you know what I mean? Like, I put on a meditation thing and whatever. And it goes for like nine hours, right? I'm probably asleep after 30 minutes. But it still plays for nine hours. And the ads still run, you know what I mean? But I'm asleep yeah. when it happens. And I'm like, well, if that's happening, you know what I mean? Especially with these longer form videos, where you could put in 30 ads yeah, you know, it doesn't even matter if I physically listen to it. The fact that it played means that someone's getting paid for it. Mm. I went through this this little um, this channel today explaining how people do it. So so simple, so simple. Yeah. You outsource everything. It's just a casual business. Make oh, dude, that's one. I'm keen to hear how you go there. I reckon, I'm especially right now with this, like uh, with the experience, the skill set, we are really. I think a little bit more well-equipped in, in many ways that we don't really realize. But I think when we apply ourselves in these little side projects, we're going to really reap that. We're going to see that because I'm, I'm doing so with just one or two little areas, nothing crazy, just tiki, just by starting with the socials and whatnot. And I can see how um, everything we've done thus far has prepared us for wherever we apply ourselves next. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, well, as much as, I, like I say, I'm not going to get invested into anything so much where it's going to consume my time. But for things that I know for a fact, like the podcast, for example, that I can just do the episode once or post that video once and then make sure that it's, it's always getting a cumulative pay from the back end. I'm like, this is a great time to set this little money-making machine up. And then once it's done, it's done. I don't have to do anything yeah. new. Just setting up those little income streams, no matter how small, no matter how small, are, are beneficial. The only thing to consider is the one thing that you've just managed in that whole um, structure, which is how much effort is invested once it's set up, like to maintain. Is it requiring a massive amount? No, it's not. Cool. And that is, a man, that's so beneficial, but I think can be, I think, yeah, no, this is awesome. The more of these that, that get set up, the more they're going to pay, pay themselves off in the future. Dividends, bro. Dividends. I'm going to do it. I'm already, I've already wrote it all down here. I was just starting before, before we, uh, I jumped on this podcast, but. Dot com secrets. I'll get, I'll, yes. I can get it to you, but how do I get it to you actually? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Either wait until this shit's over or just post it. I'll be paid for yeah. it. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure I'll be able to catch. I'm sure I'll be able to get down there. Honestly. Because I've got this thing now, this, yeah, I've got this little permit. So I'm like, all right, we'll see. It should be good. Yeah, I know, but I don't want you to risk. Do you have a car or no? I don't have my car. Yeah, no. Don't risk it then. Like, there's no point coming out of somebody for it. I'll send it out there by post. Yeah, just post. post. I just want to go through some things now. That'll be good. But I'm thinking like, especially while this alpha brain, the, this wave's happening, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like yourself. Yeah. I get that. 100%. But, but yeah, no, I reckon that's definitely the... This whole episode, I guess, in, in summary, is just basically about probably in, in, in most, in the majority, is about owning who you are. And I guess yeah. owning who you are to, to realize what your faults are, some things like little traps that you could set for yourself and fall into. For example, if I know if I'm too audacious and, and like to get carried away with ideas, I need to catch myself before it happens and just sort of focus on one thing at a time or 
or everything, everything about it. I think just own exactly who you are. I'm 100% with you on that one. That's, that's the whole, that's the recipe right there. Yeah. You're going to live a much happier and much better life. If you just, just think about your own thoughts, trying to get influenced too much by others, unless it's actually helping you and just whatever idea you have, it just go for it. Don't ask for too many opinions because you probably start to dilute your own idea and there's a good chance you won't even start to action it. Exactly. And the one quote that, that ties well to that is it's not really the pursuit of or the achievement of the great thing that is the, the prize. It's what you become in the process, regardless of, of the end result. Just thought, well, once you have that idea and you start to chase it and build it, it's what kind of happens to you yourself in the process of doing that, which is, which is another big reward. You change it. Bang. Boom. Done. All right, my friends, I'll see you on the, on the next one. Done deal. See you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Go, do one, do one, do one. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to cut it out. <laughs> no,